The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Saturday, it was billed as a couple of championship contenders, couple of MB MVP favorites, maybe the two biggest favorites, Nikola Jokic against Joel Embiid. Advantage Sixers, advantage Embiid. Here's Embiid, shot clock down to five, wants to take Jokic. Step back three, hit it! 47 for Joel! Look, Nikola Jokic did not play bad. 24 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. But Embiid was next level. 47 points, 18 rebounds, Mark, did Nikola did, uh, Jokic lose the MVP on Saturday? You can't lose the MVP in January. There's a lot of season left to be played. And, you know, if you continue to average almost a triple-double or you get to a triple-double, there's no way um, there's no way you can, you know, there's no way you can not vote, and, vote for him. But I, I will tell you this. In the eyes of the voters, marquee matchup on Saturday. Both teams playing their guys. And Embiid had drops 47 on you, and he's hitting three-pointers as well as, you know, doing the stuff he does toward the rim or at the rim. That it certainly it certainly doesn't help the Joker's case. No, but I'm going to use the great line that I use many times here that I, I took from Sandy Clough. You cannot manufacture desperation. This was, yeah, it was it was one that I'm sure Jokic was up for, but the Nuggets in the midst of a road trip, long season, all-star break is coming up. I'm, I'm sorry, you just can't summon up the kind of emotion for this game that I'm sure Embiid was feeling. Embiid was a runner-up to Jokic the last couple of years. He had this one circled yeah. at home. Statement game for him, statement game for his team. I just think it was going to be tough for Jokic to be able to match that. And so because of that, uh, I, I, I'm i with you. I don't think one game should be enough to uh, decide this thing. And by no. the way, they play again Monday, March 27th here. Uh, rematch. A game uh, that I'm sure Jokic will have circled. And then we can have our uh, MVP de- uh, debate again next on the Morning Brew. The Avalanche go into the All-Star break on a high note, beating St. Louis the other day, 4-2. to two. Jared Bednar, feeling good about his team going into the break. Liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had a great start to the game. First period was excellent. I thought the second for the first half of it was was excellent as well. You knew there was going to be a push at some point from their team, and you get a couple power plays, and we get you know we get a kill mixed in there. But like I thought, our second period we had some really good looks at the net too, and had some good extended zone time, especially early in the period. So I thought you know coming off a game where guys can be tense, we know it's a big four point divisional game. Guys came out hard and played hard with good purpose. Avalanche go into the break. Even with their improved play of late, winning seven of eight, it's tough to climb up in the standings. Even with this string of really good hockey, the Avalanche still holding on to the eighth and final spot in the playoffs. It's all right. 
they'll continue to climb. Other teams will continue to drop off. So it, it just takes, you know, I mean, this whole point system thing is, uh, you know, I feel about that. All these points, 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 points. Bottom line, though, is they'll keep playing well and they'll and they'll continue to ascend. And it's just going to take time. It's not going to be one of those overnight things. So uh, I, I don't have any issue with that. And matter of fact, after the games last night, you know, I turned on in honor of the avalanche. James Bond. Yep. Skyfall. Skyfall. I just needed to hear a little bit. A little Bond. I'm going to miss Daniel Craig. I know. I He really grew on me. Yeah. I don't know who the next Bond is going to be. I've heard a lot of names thrown out there, but uh, like me some Daniel Craig. Next on the I morning hope, brew. I, I hope, though. I hope the next Bond search is like, I hope Greg Penner heads the next Bond search. Because <laughs> that could be anybody. <laughs> could be anybody. Could be anyone. And we do know it'll go on for a long, right. long time. I'll throw my, I'll, I'll Jerry Rosberg his ass and throw my name in the hat. Next on the morning Give brew, Sean Payton yesterday on Fox giving us uh, an update on his status. I'm an analyst, and you know what? They always say, be present right where you're at. And I like all yeah, with us, I like hashtag all the way to the left next to you guys, and I really appreciate yeah. it. No, it's been a, a busy week, a great week. We've had a chance to visit with a lot of great owners, a, a lot of outstanding organizations. They're obviously looking for a reboot. I think with the way the coaching hiring process has changed this year, we're seeing it play out a little longer for these clubs, and I think there's more pressure on uh, everyone who's covering it, and and I think it's a good thing because they're allowing teams to get to the right candidates. Uh, I think. Oh, it's real quick, can I answer? I up? think in the next week we're going to know a lot more. Do you think we'll have a Sean Payton resolution, whatever he's going to be doing, by the end of this week? Well, I told you if Dallas doesn't become available, which it doesn't look like Dallas is going to become available because they just fired their offensive coordinator, some other offensive coaches. So if that doesn't become available, I don't think it will. He's either coaching for the Broncos or he's going back to television. He's not going to coach in any. Do you think the Broncos are still in play? With Sean Payton? Yeah. Sure. The report yesterday said the the candidates that were informed that they're no longer part of the search, Morris, Raheem Morris, David Shaw, Jim Caldwell, and uh, Ejero Ivero. Didn't include Sean Payton. Correct. So and like that, there's only there's only one organization of the ones that have jobs that would, in my opinion, appeal to Sean Payton, and that's the Broncos. Next on the morning brew, ah, oh, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Why'd you have to get Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey so mad? Why'd you have to do it? Why'd you have to those refunds? Why'd you have to run your mouth? Why did you have to put Patrick Mahomes, the boogeyman, into a position where he was an underdog? Man, it's just a, I know I'm know not. What? I know I'm not supposed to like that guy, but yeah, I can't stand the Chiefs, but I kind of like Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Here, um, let me just say a gutsy performance. Oh yeah. And let me just let me just say, is that's a team that doesn't have a history of winning. Oh, Cincy. Oh, Cincy, right. Therefore, there's an immaturity involved in a team that, you know, act like you've been there before. When you start running your mouth and you start, you know, smelling your own fumes, those are the things that happen to you. 
hey, this is a great, this should be a great wake up call. Grow up, be professionals. Like I always say, just because you play a pro sport doesn't make you professional. There's a lack of professionalism from their mayor all the way down to their own players calling a Burrowville. And those are the type of things that, uh, nice try. <laughs> I thought I, I, I thought I had to. Come on, <laughs> come man. on, man! For those who not are not aware, Mark on a never-ending pathetic. I don't know what's more pathetic: the Broncos coaching search or him trying it's, to get me an oh really? Where he says something that we all know isn't right, makes me correct him, so then he can then play his silly game of oh really? <laughs> and since he went oh for twenty twenty two, he's on a mission. And it's become pathetic. I thought I did think that that was pre- that was pretty good. That it was, was subtle good. too. It was subtle. It was subtle. But dude, I'm on high alert right you now. You are. I'm at like DefCon one right now. It's an unfair. You've got an unfair advantage. I mean, just look at that head. There's <laughs> just so much information. It's just in there. like a giant radar. Yeah, dude. it is. Thing's got a whole little satellite orbit, <laughs> just floating around. I will do it for the morning brew.